Mickey Tripathi from ONC announced the plan that TEFCO uh, is aiming to be live by the end of this year. Epic is fully on track to make that happen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to HIMSCast. My name is Mike Milliard. I'm executive editor of Healthcare IT News, a HIMS publication. I'm here today with Matt Doyle, who's the interoperability software development lead at Epic. We're going to talk today about Epic's work on TEFCA, its application as a qualified health information network, the work it's doing with its uh, health system clients and larger interoperability efforts. So, Matt, thanks for being here today. Thanks for talking with us. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So uh, one piece of news that we just reported uh, recently at Healthcare IT News, 24 health systems, some big heavy hitters, in fact, uh, are you know, due to join uh, the Tefka effort, you know, as part of as Epic customers uh, and your application as a qualified health information network. You know, talk a bit about your work as, as a QN and, and what this could mean for larger interoperability efforts. And excited to update you since that initial publication, the number has actually grown. There's now 37 organizations using Epic yeah. who have pledged to join TEFCO when it's ready. Uh, now that group, those 37 organizations collectively cover almost 250 hospitals and 7,900 clinics. So I see this as a great stepping stone to get TEFCO uh, rolling. One of the big questions that people have asked me is how soon will this become real? How soon is TEFCO going to happen? Yeah. And it's moves like this by some of the leading healthcare organizations in the country that really say, this is real. This is going to be successful. Uh, and we're putting everything we have into making this work. We'll talk about some of the specific you know, health systems in a bit, but let's step back a bit and talk about why and when Epic decided that this was an important effort. You know, that TEFCA was a, a, a valuable effort and to, that Epic would apply as a QHIN. Uh, and, um, you know, what was the rationale for that and what has been some of the work like as, as you've, you know, uh, you know, worked with Sequoia Project and ONC on this? Interoperability has been in our DNA for a long time, and it's something that we work with our community very closely on. We launched Care Everywhere 15 years ago, and Care Everywhere is our platform to help providers, hospitals, clinicians access the health information they need to deliver high quality care. So our journey really started with interoperability a long, long time ago. And along the way, there's been some really fun milestones. Back in 2011, our community first started exchanging with federal partners. So VA, DOD, SSA, we were one of the founding members of Care Equality. Uh, back in 2014, we had our first international exchange of patient data. So when the opportunity for Tufka came along, it was really an obvious opportunity for us to help our community continue to lead the industry. Uh, right now, customers using Epic exchange 14 million patient records every single day. Half of that was with other platforms. And I think that Tefco will be the next logical step to continue this pattern of ensuring that the right folks have the right data to take care of patients. So some of the names uh, that uh, were, were part of this uh, Cuban announcement, which has since grown, as you mentioned, you know, huge heavy hitters, Kaiser Permanente, Johns Hopkins, Mayo Clinic, Mount Sinai, NYU Langone, you know, uh, while Cornell, Yale New Haven. So, uh, you know, the list goes on, you know, these are big deals. And, you know, so what does, first of all, their sheer size is is good just because of the footprint they they take up. But also, do you think they're good from a for lack of a better term, a PR standpoint, I think, you know, it's fair to say there's a lot of smaller providers, smaller hospitals who may not even know some of the stuff is going on. They're just so busy with their day to day. Do you think that this is good uh, from that perspective? 
I do think it's good. And one of the big uh, things about Epic is our community is a lot broader than people realize. Yeah, there's big high profile names, some of which you just listed. But we also work with community hospitals. We also work with independent practices. We also work with federally qualified health centers. And the goal is to really deliver uh, best in class tools to the whole spectrum of healthcare, whether that's primary care, acute care, specialty care across the board. So when Epic does work like this for interoperability, that means that there's the opportunity to help the entire nation improve, to help everyone come up to a higher level of sophistication with the tools. So yeah, there's some big names in there, but there's also a lot of folks uh, across the entire spectrum. So what are some of the to-do list uh, items you got as as you kind of continue this work? Um, you know, you mentioned a lot of folks are asking, when will this be real? You know, how close are we and what are some of the things that need to happen? And what are some of the uh, tangible things you're working on as, as we head into the summer? Yeah, there's a couple of concrete things uh, that are going on. So uh, you may have seen that there was the HHS event back in February where they announced the six prospective humans. Yeah. Uh, since then, we've been hard at work building the infrastructure that's needed for TEFCA to be ready for our community to connect to TEFCA. Uh, and we are working with the Sequoia Project on the logistics of getting things ready. The other side of this is a, a lot of outreach and communication with our customers, with our community, to make sure they understand the value of TEFCA how this is going to benefit providers, how this is going to benefit patients, the opportunity for patients to improve ease of access to their own health information. A lot of the questions I get from folks are really about uh, how will this help me, help me understand why I should participate. And as we tackle those questions and we build education and understanding, people quickly realize that there is a lot of value to being part of this ONC-sponsored program. So that's where we've been spending a lot of our efforts. During that announcement back in February, uh, Mickey Tripathi from ONC announced the plan that TEFCO uh, is aiming to be live by the end of this year. Epic is fully on track to make that happen. Uh, so yeah, there's technical things, there's work, there's logistics, but I think the most important thing is to answer questions, to create understanding, and make sure that there's a strong community ready to participate right out of the gate. Uh, what are some of the challenges, whether, you know, related to technology or to, you know, workflows or to, you know, communication? The number one challenge that I think about is for interoperability to be successful, you need a critical mass. Yeah. It doesn't work if there's only one hospital or only one practice there. You need a large body of people participating because that creates incentive for the next person to join. And that creates a, a little bit of a catch-22. Someone has to go first to create that critical mass to incentivize everyone else to be in it. That's why Epic was the first EHR to announce our intention to participate in TEFCA. That's why this announcement that we were just talking about a moment ago, many of these health systems in our community announcing their intention to participate, they want to lead the way. They want to get this started and get critical mass as quickly as possible, which incentivizes, encourages everyone else to join. The second uh, thing that I worry a lot about is how quickly we can reach full adoption. Yeah. If you look at existing interoperability platforms like Carry Quality, on the one hand, wonderful success story. 70% of hospitals in America participate right now in Carry Quality. 70% of hospitals can get the data they need to take care of patients. That's wonderful. But it also means almost a third are still sitting on the sidelines. How do we speed up adoption? How do we reduce or, or shrink the tail? 
of onboarding so that we can get everyone engaged quicker. And I think Tefka really has the opportunity to do that because it's sponsored by ONC. I think that that builds a lot of trust. ONC has made some really smart decisions in how they've organized uh, the framework for Tefka and things like that that I think are going to get us closer to full adoption across the nation. What are some of the conversations you have on a, on a weekly basis, perhaps, with ONC and Sequoia and also with you know some of these major health system customers? You know, What are the questions they're asking? What are some of the you know hurdles that you're trying to clear? The most common questions that I hear from provider organizations is about uh, how quickly will this be ready and why is this beneficial to me and what are the logistics to participate? Mm-hmm. So how quickly will be ready? We just talked about a moment ago. Uh, why is it beneficial to me? We really focus on how this helps clinical use cases. So thinking about providers, maybe you're an attending in the ED, a patient comes in that you've never seen before. You'd like to know her history. What medications is she taking? What problems are in her medical history so that you can deliver high quality healthcare to her? Tefka is going to help solve that need because it will increase the volume of trading partners that you have. And then of course, logistics, which is just us as a provider of technology and some of the the steps that we're taking to help them be ready. That's something that we've worked with our community for a number of years, uh, and it's something that we continue to do to deliver tools to help them exchange data. So, um, you know, talk about some of your larger, perhaps non-TEFCA interoperability efforts. Uh, you know, and what are some of the opportunities you see as you look to the to the future? There's a lot of great things uh, that we're excited about. Um, One of them that's front of mind for me is thinking about public health. Mm -hmm. I think many people across the country coming out of the pandemic are thinking about how do we build a stronger system as a nation so that we're ready for future events. Future events could be something cataclysmic like COVID-19, but there's also a lot of just day in and day out tasks that we need to optimize as a nation. For example, immunization registries, tracking which of us as residents have appropriate immunizations, having outreach help close those types of care gaps. Mm -hmm. And we learned during the COVID-19 pandemic, um, the need to build strong IT systems that support public health authorities and agencies as they undertake these important tasks. So that's something that Epic has done a lot for. Uh, We have technology in place today that allows case reports to be uh, sent electronically. So you don't have to send them with faxes and phone calls. We have tools that can report immunization administrations electronically, so you don't have to fax it. And we are really interested in working with ONC, with CDC, with other public health uh, groups to figure out how do we build better interoperability infrastructure in the future to support that use. Anything that I haven't asked you that you think is important to note about, you know, the work that Epic is doing here? You know, I think the number one thing that I remind folks uh, within Tefka and I suppose interoperability a little bit broader is find the right way for you to be involved. For some large vendors like Epic, that means building core infrastructure. For provider organizations, that means talking to your vendors and figuring out how are you going to participate. Uh, But everyone has a role to play in this. Don't wait on the sidelines. Don't wait until every question is solved. Figure out what can you do right now to get involved and to be a positive force to move the industry along. Well put. Uh, and uh, this has been a terrific conversation. Uh, it's important work, so I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about it, Matt. Yeah, happy to help out, Mike. 
And thanks, of course, to everyone else for listening to uh, this episode of Hymnscast. We encourage you to rate and review us. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Thanks again, Matt. Have a great day. Thank you. You too.